Raider Nation, what is the deal, man? You're watching another episode of the Raiders Recap. And today, man, what I want to get into, there's been a constant theme coming out of the Raiders training camp, man, that kind of alarms me. So let me know if y'all feel the same. I definitely want to tap into that. And also, first day of pass today, man, feels like Christmas. So we finally get to see that real live action, man, that we've been waiting for. So without further ado, man, let's go ahead and get this theme music rocking and let's get into it. Turn up your volume because you're about to listen to the sick podcast. Raiders recap. Jacobs with running room right up the middle. Jacobs is on his way. The Raiders are going to win this game. The sickest Las Vegas Raiders podcast. It's going to be sick. The deal, man. You watch another episode of the Sick Podcast with the Raiders recap. Make sure you're tapping on that like and subscribe button and hit on the little notification bell so you don't miss any of the content that we got dropping, right? So, like I said, man, what I'm trying to get into, there's been this one constant theme that's been coming out of the Raiders training camp that I feel like we got to deep dive into. Just a little concerning, right? And also, it's the first day of pads, so we'll get into that. But first and foremost, right, the constant theme. Now, you know we got to pay attention to the beat writers, everybody that is there in training camp, right? And I don't put a lot of stock into letting them form my opinions, but if they're giving us the play-by-play and they're telling us certain plays that's going on in training camp, you got to really pay attention to that and see what's going on. So when I was on social media, I'm seeing a constant theme of the Raiders struggling with their long shot passes with their deep game. Right. And and this is something that's concerning to me because this is something that has been a topic of conversation since Jimmy Garoppolo has been signed. Okay, And since Jimmy has been signed, there is two constant things about Jimmy. One, the injury factor. We all know what that is. I don't want to wear that out. But number two was his ability to throw deep passes. Okay, And that's something that, you know, a lot of people have expressed their concern about. And when we're talking about that. Right. It's like he can be very accurate, very quick and decisive on those short to intermediate throws. Right. Like when you see that, you know, he pretty much has that on point. And I saw a couple videos where you see his footwork. You're able to see how he really moves and his footwork is clean. OK, so maybe it's because, you know, he doesn't have the arm strength to get it down there or because he's still healing from the foot. So he can't really turn pivot and give the torque he wants to to really let loose on some of those deep passes right that might be some of what's going on but at the end of the day Jimmy has never been known as a guy who is just gonna go bombs away right and start chucking the ball downfield and that might hinder the Raiders offense okay now a couple years ago the Raiders offense kind of had a same similar you know little problem with they weren't able to take the deep shot. But it wasn't necessarily because of the quarterback. It was more necessarily because we didn't have the personnel on the receiver side, you know, things of that nature to really stretch the field. Now we have receivers. We have weapons to stretch the field. Will Jimmy be able to take advantage of that? All right. And a play in particular that sticks in my mind is Tashawn Reed, beat reporter, works for the Athletic, works with Vic Tafer. He is there at training camp. And he recalls a play where I believe it's seven on seven, right? Jimmy is looking towards Devontae Adams. Devontae is double teamed and smartly he moves off of that, goes to Hunter Renfro. Now, what you like to see from Jimmy is the ability to go 
one, two, right? Process who's open, go through his reads, okay? So he was able to see that Devontae is double teamed. Don't just throw it up there. Go through your reads. If you see Hunter is open, that's cool. But, you know, tried to throw the deep shot to Hunter, was not able to get enough on that, and it was intercepted by Isaiah Palomao. Now, we don't want to ignore the good in that, right? We don't want to ignore the good that came out of that play, but at the same time, you have to acknowledge the bad. And the bad is, if he does not have enough arm strength to consistently get those deep shots and take advantage of the deep shots downfield, it's going to be a struggle for this Raiders offense to really get its gear moving, okay? Because we're going to be relying on the running game. We're going to be relying on that play action. But there's going to be some times, bro, where the where the, the the defenses of other teams is going to allow the Raiders to get in a certain personnel that will take advantage. And Jimmy has to be able to take advantage of throwing the ball downfield. We got guys like Trey Tucker now. You got guys like Philip Dorsett you know, uh, DeAndre Carter. These are guys you did not have previously to stretch the field. And this is the whole purpose of Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler signing these guys is to stretch the field, right? Something that the Raiders have not really been able to do. I mean, we were doing it with Devontae Adams, but I'll consistently say, I mean, although Devontae Adams is great, whatever he chooses to do, he will be great. His real game is not to be a deep threat receiver, okay? That's not his real game. His real game is to work that intermediate field, work the middle, work those sort of short intermediate passes, right? And that's where he excels at because he's an excellent route runner. It's just the fact that he's able to do what he did last year, which is not a normal part of his game, is what makes him so special, right? But you're now taking a lot of that out of Devontae Adams' hands, and now you're able to use the motion game with these quick guys that you signed be able to stretch the field for guys like Javante, Jacoby, and Hunter to work those short to intermediate parts of the field, right? And so now when we're able to do that, you have to look at the quarterback and say you're going to have to be able to get it down there and going to be able – you're going to have to be able to get the ball down the field to really scare these defenses, right? The defense has got to be scared. You can't just hit them with the run, play action. At the end of the day, they have to fear – something going over their heads, okay? And that's a constant thing that I've been seeing out of Raiders training camp that's been the one constant problem, right? It's just trying to get their deep ball accuracy together, trying to get the long shot game together, right? And let's hope that when the pads come on and more, you know, training and repetition come, that Jimmy will be able to do that, okay? And that's what we need to, to have happen because mark my words, if that's going to be a problem, you know, the whole season is going to get dicey against a couple teams, right? Because now a couple teams is going to start bringing their defenses down, bringing their safeties down, bringing the linebackers even closer, right? And now you're looking at seven-man boxes and blitzes coming because they don't think Jimmy will be able to beat them over the top, right? And that's something that we're going to need to prove. So, like I said, that's a constant theme that's coming out of training camp negatively, right? That's a constant theme that's coming out of training camp. Now, you can't look at it on the positive side and say the defense is as competitive on the secondary for sure as it's ever been, right? And this is something that I have stressed along the whole offseason. I really firmly believe that this secondary is going to be the most improved unit of this Raiders defense. All right, when you look at who they added, when you look at who they drafted, a nice mix of veteran, young, a good competitive dog group, right? Somebody that's going to come in and compete their asses off, bro, no matter who's on the field. 
And when you're looking at it, right, a lot of people are starting to make plays that, that were here last year, rookies last year, and, and they're showing their growth. Guys like Isaiah Palomao in the second year, right, we're seeing him show some growth, get an interception. We're seeing Sam Webb come out here, get an interception, right? And these are guys that are undrafted, uh, showing this type of growth, all right? And you're hearing good things about the communication between Mary and Marcus Epps, right? And you're hearing, I mean, I, I don't think I've heard enough people rant and rave about Jacorian Bennett and the job he's done. Now, look, the pads is coming on today. So at the same time, we got to see how he, how he fares in those live bullets, right? We got to see how he acts. When the pass come on, you're really able to be physical with some of these receivers. But I've heard nothing but good things about Ja'Cory and Bennett. If that can continue, now that allows the Raiders to put Nate Hobbs back in his slot position, which I feel like that's his natural go-to position. I think he is going to excel in the slot position. I just, you know, he has the quickness. He has the strength that just that screams, you know, he'll be in the elite slot corner. At the same time, you signed Marcus Peters, somebody that you know can command the outside. And if Jacory and Bennett can continue on this ascension, right, then now we're looking at a, a, a very young player manning the other outside spot, which allows a lot of depth behind them, right? You got Brandon Faison, Sam Webb, Amik Robertson, guys of that nature. You got competitive, versatile depth behind them. And we can't even forget about some of the other guys that they're looking to make an impact, Tyler Hall. Things of that nature, bro. Like, we have a lot of guys in this secondary for me to look forward to it, right, and be like, yeah, this is going to be a competitive group. So, you know, that's something, you know, funny that I'm going to transition to this next segment, but that's something I'm looking forward to when the pass come on, right? And, and certain positions I'm looking forward to seeing as far as, you know, what's going to – who's going to separate themselves, okay? Corner, for sure. Right guard, this is something I've been talking about the whole offseason. Who's going to separate themselves from right guard? I know who I think will win the position. But at the same time, we got to see how, you know, how they fare in the trenches, how it starts. The running back position is something we get to really put our eyes on now that the pads are on. Because you can't really judge and see what a running back can do seven on seven, no pads, bro. When the pads come on, now we can see – the progress Zamir White has made, you know, as far as his game. What has he added to his game? What has he added to his strength factor, to his body, right? We got to see that. Britton Brown, all these guys that, you know, are going to get their chance while Josh Jacobs is not practicing, while not playing. We get to see what they can do, all right? And this is something that I'm very excited about, D-line, right? Who's going to step up on the D-line? Now, I know Tyree Wilson still isn't practicing, but by Byron Young coming back, Neil Farrell Jr., we got to see guys – we got to see what they can do, okay? We got to see, you know, how, how the pads now come into the competitive factor and how the pads now bring out, you know, who's going to be starting. So these are things that I'm really excited to see. And last but not least, man, the linebacker unit. Linebacker unit, I will be keeping a very close eye on now that the pads are on because, you know, I will continuously say until I'm proven wrong, this is probably the weakest position on the Raiders' defense. When you're talking about you know, the depth and you're talking about, you know, who's at the top, you know, what, what's going on for this linebacker position. It's thin, bro. It's thin. When you look at Devon Diablo and already he was out with an undisclosed injury, which I've told y'all before, that's my number one concern with him. It's not the ability, right? It's not, you know, his athleticism. It's his injury factor. And the best ability is what? 
availability, right? So at the end of the day, we got to hope that he can play a full 17-game stretch, which is something that I'm not confident he can be doing right now. It just hasn't shown. Now, Robert Spillane, somebody different, he might come in here and give us some good minutes. We really don't all know what he can fully do, right? And, and you know, people have already been concerned about his coverage ability. So now we're going to see how that fares. But I know that his value is going to come in the run game. At the same time, we got guys like Luke Masterson, right? What type of step is he going to take? You know, he played a lot of minutes last year. And with him playing a lot of minutes right now, what type of experience did he gain? How did he say he needs to come into this year and be different? So I want to see that. We got the, you know, unrestricted, not unrestricted, the undrafted free agent, Drake Thomas. He's coming in here. People have been random raving about his mental capacity, what he's been able to do in training camp. So at the end of the day, man, it's a lot of young guys, a lot of guys that we have to look forward to to see if they're taking that next step. Now the pads are on, right? And preseason is right around the corner. Raiders' first preseason game is right around the corner. So football is here, y'all. Football is here. Football is ready to get started. I'm ready to get started. Ready to see the Raiders go against live competition, man, and really get to honing in on what we got to do. So, you know, those are those are all the things that I'm looking forward to. Make sure you guys are tapping on the like and subscribe button and hit on the little notification bell because, like I said, season is here, man. We're going to start dropping videos constantly. So you're not going to want to miss anything that we're coming over here, man, especially some of the discussion, man. But y'all let me know down below. What do y'all think? Is going to happen when the pass come on. Who are y'all looking forward to seeing? At the same time, do you think we should really be concerned about, you know, all the all the things we're hearing from training camp concerning Jimmy's deep ball accuracy and things of that nature? Let me know down below in the comments, man. Remember, you're watching another episode of the Sick Podcast with the Raiders recap. We're going to be back here every week giving you that weekly Raiders updates, man. So make sure you hit all the buttons. Let's play that theme music. Sing me on out of here, man. And remember, I always keep it authentic from the clouds to the ground, man. So make sure y'all stay tuned. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Raiders Recap on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.